Hello everyone and welcome to the Ace Space, the volleyball podcast brought to you by CEV. It is time for another look at an unscripted, this time the ray of sunshine that is Tatiana Koshaleva. It's Friday, which means I am joined by the dynamic duo. Matt Rogers, hello. Hey, dynamic, me at this age. <laughs> Key Michael, hello. I thought when you said ray of sunshine, I thought you were talking about me. Was that not, was that not what we were talking about? <laughs> now, maybe I'm the sunshine and you're the dynamic. That oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> then what's Dave? The ray. The guiding light. Tatiana, though, she's amazing, isn't she? She's so positive. She seems so lovely. I've never yeah. met her and I had no pre- preconceptions about her, but she seems so lovely. Well, that's my first question gone. Matt, did you have any preconceptions of her? <laughs> uh, well, only as a player, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the English has developed in, in more recent years, so mm-hmm. you haven't heard too much from her. Um, and again, we've got to say thanks to my colleague Maya. Um, who I'm sure listens to these. So yeah, thanks, Maya. You know hey, how? Maya. Uh, hey, Maya. <laughs> Hi, Maya. You know how teams have like an enforcer sometimes. You know the one that makes sure things happen. I'm not saying Maya is our enforcer, <laughs> but she's definitely our encourager. As if anyone would say no to her if she messes yeah. them up and said, "Hey, listen, we want you on the podcast." Yeah, no I mean, she's, she's no. done us a few favors, but just more when players are kind of a little bit nervous. So like mm-hmm. with, with Tatiana, it was about her um, her English. And she's been learning English. And didn't she have a dictionary on the on the table? Yeah, and she's uh, she she had her books uh, showing me that she'd been learning, which is great. And goodness me, she has been learning. Anyway, we're going to spend ages talking about her. Let's talk about you two first. Key Michael, what have you been up to? Ah, this question makes me so nervous because I feel like I have to have a funny story or a gardening tip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gardening tip. Have you kept that green plant behind you alive this whole time? It looks in rude health. I gave it a bit of water and, uh, and a bit of love, and I read to it every evening. We're on the Harry Potter second volume. Oh, yeah. Just, but you know, d- the bit where Hermione and, and Harry Potter, they're like a little bit of romance. We're in that part. What, and, in uh, the second yeah, book? My friend's Hang really li- enjoying it. <laughs> they- All right, I've just, I've just revealed to the world that I don't actually read Harry Potter. Uh. <laughs> I've not read or watched any Harry Potter, so yeah. I think I watched maybe club? one one You've movie when one. I was younger, but one of my teammates here it loves it, and she was furious when she found out that I. Can we get her on next week? Are you a, are you a Harry Potterer? What what's oh, what is the term for a fan of Harry Potter? A Harry Potterite. A Potterite? A Potterism? <laughs> I don't know. A, pot, a Potter. Well, let's move on then. Tatiana Koshaleva. Uh, unbelievable player i mean we all we all know that but it's quite nice when the when the brilliant players and the brilliant humans match up that's a venn diagram that we all enjoy and and also dave this is one that we because of the english largely we weren't expecting too much from were we and and your comment straight after i mean we actually i don't know if you know this dave we sent your comment about the unscripted to her and it, oh. it made her day yeah she loved it um, what was your comment it made my day too so great yeah so this is what dave said to me straight after the recording that might be and this is big now that might be the best episode we have ever done she's amazing absolutely amazing oh well i mean i did say that to you but if you didn't think i'd share it well if all of the other people that we've done unscripteds with have listened to that now and but you said might be you're making oh, yeah, okay. enemies all over the every other level. unscripted is on the same level obviously yeah but it was it did it did feel great I, I mean i've talked about the different energies that i've got from different people who we've we've spoken to with these unscripted and yeah i just felt pumped with positivity after speaking to tatiana i thought she was fantastic really and do you want to know her reply this is oh this is all, this is like big news for dave as well oh, she wow. said thank you for this wonderful message for me from the first second of our conversation, I forgot about my shyness. Thanks to Dave for the support and our communication today. Isn't that lovely? That's yeah. so lovely. Yeah, it is. Um, I get the feeling we're going to have lots to talk about after this one. So shall we get to the interview itself? There's yeah. been a lot of build up, but might be yes. the best ever. You mean that one? Oh, <laughs> the yeah, might ever. well be. 
<laughs> if you're new to the A space and you're new to these unscripted specials, what happens now is we listen to the episode in full and you've got to stick around afterwards because myself, Matt and Key, who you've got to know a little bit better over the last few minutes, we will pick through the bones and dig a little deeper. So for now, let's enjoy Unscripted with Tatiana Kosheleva. Tatiana Kosheleva, Olympian, world champion, two European gold medals and two MVP awards to match. Now a decade since her world title, I called to catch up. We took a trip down memory lane, talked about celebrations, friendships, the locker room secrets, English lessons, and maybe one more Olympics. Hello, Tanya, how are you? Hello, I'm perfect, thank you. And you? Oh, perfect, I tell you what, that's a lot of positivity. Um, yeah, I'm really, really well. But you say perfect, I don't think I've ever felt perfect. Uh, what is it that's making you... What is it that's making you feel so good? Uh, because of I stay at home, you know, I am, well, every time I miss so much um, this uh, apartment. And uh, sometimes I, need, I think everybody needs to stay a little bit alone and have a time just for think, mm. think about good, mm. about the future, about uh, family, about what I want to do. If when I start to have a time and when I uh, have a chance to move, what I need to do, this is good. Mm. So because of this, I'm my uh, <laughs> my brain and my mind is positive. So what does a normal day look like for you at the moment? <laughs> okay, I want to be honest. Sometimes <laughs> I'm so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a lie and say, oh, every day I do something for my, I don't know, body. No, sometimes really I'm lazy because uh, I don't know when this date, uh, when we start to do something, when we start to work like normally. Okay, my normal day started like uh, I woke up, go to the bedroom and <laughs> brush my teeth uh, and go to do some exercise. I need to do this uh, stretching and uh, some exercise for my knee, body, or take a tonus, good tonus, and save my body in good shape. After I have a good breakfast with my husband and uh, I start to study. Okay. Yes, I start to study in some university. It's a really very important and uh, a good step for me. Uh, I know my career after a few years uh, stop and I start to think about the future also. I have some uh, interesting things <laughs> and start to study. Don't ask me uh, where. Okay, okay. <laughs> this, is, this is the secret. Uh, I'm a little bit shy about this because when I have confidence, I say for everybody what I do now. Uh, I'm also well. Yes, English grammar. <laughs> I wanna uh, speak more, more, and more good uh, English because now I'm not good, but I try to be uh, better and better. I disagree because your English is a lot better than my Russian. It doesn't sound like you're being lazy, but it must feel like the first time in maybe all your life that you that you've actually really been able to relax yes it's true it's first time in my life i have the time for myself mm. are you enjoying it uh, yes my, <laughs> i don't know i think it's a good chance uh, to prepare my body my mind everything for a big tournament for olympics for example it's a big yes be careful <laughs> <laughs> Yes, uh, because you know, every time when you have this schedule, uh, tournament, uh, championship, national team, some uh, injuries, I have a lot of injuries in my career. It's, these injuries take a lot of time from my career. Uh, finally, I have time for myself and totally rest. It's uh, because of this, I say I feel perfect. Good. Good. Yes. No. Nobody pressure me. Nobody say you must to do this. You must. Also, I don't. I stop to pressure myself. I have a time for relax, and after step by step, 
I back to the court. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you missing it though? Are you missing being part of a team and, and getting out there and playing for the for the crowds who love you? I want to be honest. Uh, I start to miss now. Uh, not, okay. in, not immediately. I start, no, no, no. Now uh, I start to watch some games. Yes, our uh, old games, last games from uh, Olympic also, from Champions League. Some games I like to see. Uh, I start to miss you, of course, because it's my life. I like volleyball. I love volleyball. Good. Well, uh, one thing that I've been using this time to do is take a bit of a trip down memory lane and remember past memories that are, that are really positive and really sort of make me happy. So I'd like to show you a video, if that's okay. Uh, I want you to tell me what your memories of this are and mm -hmm. how it made you feel. Because to my calculations, this is 10 years old. I think you want I start to cry. <laughs> it's amazing. I want to tell you, this is amazing. I wish for, for all the sportsmen to have a chance to feel it. This is amazing, really. I love everybody who in this video. When you achieved it, because you were so young and it was, you, you were part of a, of a, of a pretty in incredible team. Yes. Did you realize the, the magnitude of, of what you've achieved? Uh, in that time, I didn't understand uh, what we won, you know, and it was, uh, first time this big tournament you know it uh, if if i start uh, to remind him <laughs> and uh, imagine this uh, memory i can't believe it's uh, 10 years it was 10 years ago you know and now okay i want to say like this if we want this tournament now i celebrate totally different <laughs> <laughs> really Yes, because I was so young, you know, I didn't understand totally. Mm. And I was so pressured for myself. I say, mm, maybe in the final I must be more, I know, uh, not positive, did less mistakes, you know, this is my mind, stupid my mind. <laughs> now it's totally different. Now if we win something like this, call me. <laughs> <laughs> we go and celebrate, amazing. Uh, so, so on the day then you got yourself to a world championship final and you were facing brazil another incredible team yes. when you all arrived uh, that day and you'd got your kit on and you were out on the court and you were doing the warm-up did you think you'd win i'm very good remember this day uh also, we have funny story. I told this story in Russian magazines, but I don't know, maybe you don't know this. Uh, of course, it's, I remember how we go to morning practice, what we did, uh, about what we speak, spoke. Also, I remember uh, we spoke with Katya Gamova. We say this last day for us. Uh, we, we, we don't need uh, no chance to feel uh, tired, you know, in, in this day. Uh, we have six months prepared for this tournament. Immediately we forget, forgot about everything. Just uh, like horse, you know, <laughs> like machine train, big train, yes. <laughs> I remember very good uh, this day. And when we came to the gym before the game, usually in the semi-final, in the final, uh, semi-final and before we have uh, our locker room and changing room. And uh, <laughs> we saw uh, they have like paper, in our changing room, they put in Brazil team. And we say, no, it's our, <laughs> because we came uh, to the gym uh, early, then Brazil team, we changed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we changed it and uh, go in. Uh, but it was uh, in Tokyo, you know? Yeah, For yeah. Japanese uh, people, it's like, uh, I don't know, criminal. They say, no, impossible to do like this. <laughs> we say, be, okay, be calm, it's okay. For us, it's very important. And I remember how we laughed <laughs> and say, okay, we change it. Of course, we win. <laughs> yes, and when uh, after this big uh, winner, 
win and we back to the our changing room we say yes we yeah. did yes <laughs> we, did good for, we did good job for our uh win today masters of your own destiny amazing uh, in terms of the game itself then because you were one zero down and then two one down did you ever think oh this is getting away from us it's not going to be our day today or did you always believe yes uh, but i had uh, amazing partners yeah. you know my pff, amazing i was young but Katya Gamova, Luba Sakalova, it's amazing partners and amazing all the teams and also coaches. Mm -hmm. And our head coach, uh, Vladimir Kuzutkin, said for us uh, every day before, really, believe me, it's very important for all of sports fans. Uh, we, sometimes we have some meeting uh, during the preparation before this tournament and he told us, you're the best girls. You're amazing. You're the best spikers on the world. Uh, it's like this, you know, every day. And also in this moment, when we, our game was like this, like waves, not for good, bad. And uh, he spoke uh, with us, like, very calm. He said, please listen to me. Do what I tell you. And we will see. We will have result. Also in five sets, uh, he spoke with us with totally confident, you know, and give us this amazing, God. amazing memories, amazing team. Everybody who made this result was uh, always in my heart. I, uh, I love hearing about these memories. Thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, when you talk about it 10 years on, does it still feel a little bit like, you're there can you sort of close your eyes and just imagine it the sights and the smells and the feelings and those kinds of things yes uh now for me it's more important than before believe me because i don't know i i will have the chance to feel something similar or not because of this i save this memory in my heart and you're right when i close my eyes immediately i'm Thanks full for uh, for all of people who stay around me in, the, in that time, mm -hmm. who gave me this chance to be there. Uh, yes, and I say thanks God you gave me chance to feel it. <sighs> Sorry, just giving me a little bit of goosebumps there. Ah, oh, thank you for sharing that. That was amazing. Um, because you've played. Well, where have you played? You've played Russia. You've played in the Italian league, Turkish league, Brazil. Is there anywhere else? In China. You... <laughs> in oh, China. China. How can I forget China? Oh my goodness me. Um, like, is there, is there anywhere else you'd, you'd love to play? Or have you kind of ticked all of those boxes there? Mm -hmm. uh, this is a difficult question because I, first of all, I just like to play volleyball. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you ask me why, I every time change my team and countries, because I have a good chance, volleyball give me this chance mm -hmm. to see all the world yeah. i can live and change the countries and stay and uh, learn you know from another country i have a good friendship i meet a lot of amazing people amazing professionalists uh, sportsmen coaches uh, i i don't know who is the best because really i'm so lucky god gave me amazing people and it's true. Let's play our game then. It's called Simply the Best. I'm going to ask you a series of questions and mm -hmm. I just need you to give me the first answer that comes into your head. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, this is Simply the Best. Starting with the best sport that isn't volleyball. Mm -hmm. What is the best sport that isn't volleyball? I don't know how to say English, uh, figure skaters, you know? Oh, I, yeah, okay. Yes, I, I say good. Yeah, but perfect, yes. perfect. I, um, I have, yes, amazing. I know my, <laughs> I'm very tall for this sport, but it's amazing. I like to see, uh, and gymnastics also, I like. Uh, also sports that Russia are great at as well. Yes. <laughs> uh, who is the best Russian player of all time, in your opinion? Uh, from volleyball? Yeah. Um, in Europe and if all the world, I, I can say a lot of also in the, can I say not just one? Uh, if you like. Yes, because I like 
Can I say not just from from you, bro? Because <laughs> no, no, best, 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 best okay, Russian, best, the best Russian player, the best player from Russia ever. Ah, Lyuba Sokolova. Lyuba Sokolova. For me, it's like this. Okay. Uh, if you ask me from Europe, I want to say because uh, I'm really enjoy when I see some amazing players. Uh, I wa- I like to lo- uh, learn from them. It's now it's amazing, of course. Uh, Tiana Boshkovic, uh, Paul Igonu. Uh, I'm really like uh, Uf, uh, Luciana Bazetti. I wish to her healthy because she has problem with her shoulder, but I hope she will get soon. Uh, really, will have a, now world change, generations change, and came a lot of amazing young players also. The best music or the best song to listen to before a game? Mm-hmm. I don't like listen music before okay. the game, but uh, I prefer to read the book because oh, okay. I, I can change my. Um, you know, don't concentrate a lot of about the game. This is important for me to save my uh, power and uh, emotions. The best, but, oh, but I like Ludovic Rinaldi. Okay. The best atmosphere you've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. What was uh, the this best? This is from uh, volleyball. Yeah. Oof, I like friendship. You know, when we stayed like this. For me, it's very important. Without this, you know, if team like this, feel same, have same target, uh, support each other, uh, respect each other, respect uh, time uh, for each other, it's amazing. We can do everything. We also can lost, lose the game, but how we do it together. This is for me, it's amazing. The best moment of your career? Mm-hmm. Best moments. I have a lot of. Sorry, your question. Uh, it means I. I can say not just one answer. I have the best moments when I back to the court. Okay, in Brazil, it was in Brazil uh, after these big injuries, and uh, we won these small tournaments, carioca tournaments in Brazil, and I started to cry. First time in my career, really, I started to cry and all my teams hug me like this. I feel amazing love and support from all the fans, from my teammates, from the coach, from all the world, you know, it's amazing. I say some God kiss me in this moment. Has that been has that been the same everywhere? Well, actually, let's start with Brazil. What was it like playing there? Because it's such an amazing sporting country and they love their volleyball. What was it like to play there? Uh, good question. Uh, I go to Brazil um, after my big injury. And Bernardinho, I, want, I have a chance to say thank you very much, Bernardo, for your support and love mm-hmm. and professionalism uh, for me. Because it was very difficult time. And what I have, amazing. When I uh, arrived there, in the first day, I have immediately everything for my best life <laughs> really uh if we think uh, think about volleyball i have the best management the best teammate the best coach in the world yeah. i have ocean yeah every, yeah every day i live uh, five minutes from my home to uh, copacabana can oh. you imagine that? <laughs> yes if you called me before uh, i can give you offer <laughs> invite to come. yes so if I to come to me, uh, me and my husband can show you another world. You, you, it's amazing. Brazil, it's amazing. When you had that knee injury then and you went to, to Brazil, it was the first time you were on the court um, mm-hmm. when it got better. And, and thankfully, it, it's better now. Did that sort of change your outlook and your attitude, both to, to sport and life in general? Uh, it was a difficult period because of this. I must to understand Tani is not the same. Mm. It is the very difficult period because uh, I back to the court, I think it's very easy for me. Okay, I will take the point. I will, I will jump like before. No, I was so slowly. I was uh, so heavy, 
not because I fat, but because my body is changed, you know, and I need time, but I didn't understand at that time I need time. And because of this, Brazil was amazing for me because Bernardo uh, spoke with me every day and also my doctors, my uh, teammates, everybody told me, my husband, my family, wait, be calm, it's normal process. You, ju you just need the time, but my character don't give me this time. My character push me every day and I say, no, I will do, okay, okay. Maybe one month more and I will back, but no, it's happened so slowly. But you're back now and it was quite public when you decided you were taking a break from the national team, the one that you've done so much with, you know, you European Championships, your World Championships, two times Olympian, all those MVP awards. I'm surprised you've got enough room in the apartment for all the trophies. Um, but with Tokyo being a little bit later now, do you think a third Olympics is something that, that you could achieve in a Russia jersey? Uh, I didn't play in uh, this good question because all the fans continue to ask me okay. uh, why you don't play. I have a chance, big chance to answer again uh, in English language also. Uh, I didn't play in national team because of my injury and because of my, I'm not uh, ready, you know. I wasn't ready for national team. National team, it's um, our the best time in career, you know. You must to show everything. And also if I go there, I take a chance from somewhere from my team. I take their chance, you know, to be in the team. Uh, I mean, if I'm ready, I'm ready totally. My mind, my body, my power. Uh, I want to give something best and positive in that in this time. Because of this, I didn't play. But uh, Tokyo, if Tokyo Olympic Games uh, be now, mm -hmm. of course I will be there. Of course I will be with my team because now I'm totally. Finally, <laughs> finally, I'm totally ready. <laughs> well, when I called you, you said you were feeling perfect. And now I can see why, because this conversation has made me feel amazing. Uh, I'm going to let you get on and enjoy the sunshine. But before I do, uh, have you got a word for the fans? Because I'm sure they would love to hear some positivity from you. I'm really lucky person because uh, around me I have amazing people, amazing fans who gave me support in uh, every moment in my career, in my life. When I play good, when I play bad, doesn't matter. I have a lot of best uh, memories and best wishes from you guys. And please, now I have a chance to say for you, finally. Please, in this difficult moment, be positive, be healthy, do something for your good uh, feeling, for your mind, for your body, for your soul. Stay together. We are, I know we are big planet, but stay together. If we stay together, together we can do something amazing. I love all of you. I wish uh, you will be happy every day. Big hug, big love from me, and big kiss. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Uh, take care of yourself. I'll speak soon. Yes, and thank you very much, Dave. And that was Unscripted with Tatiana Koshaleva. Change your plan. Matt Rogers, heads or tails? Um, tails never fails. It's a head. Key Michael, uh, what resonates? What? I've been lied to. <laughs> Says who? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's a key. First things that resonated with you then about Tatiana. The first thing that resonated with me was when she said, sometimes I'm lazy. <laughs> because it's so nice to hear that from a high level mm. professional athlete. Because I'm going to be honest with the listeners, sometimes we are lazy. <laughs> yeah. You kind yeah. of think, oh, you sure know, you are. athletes are always on a go, 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 always it's not like that. Sometimes we wake up and we don't want to do anything at all or, or go to training, <laughs> but we just... Does that ever happen on game day? Yeah, of course. Does it? Do you get times where you're like, oh, do we have to play today? Yeah, game day is probably the worst because it drags out. You've kind of got to c keep a consistent level of energy all day and then it has to peak at sort of 8 p.m. or something. Hmm. So do you prefer an afternoon game or an evening game? Um, 
No, I, pr I prefer an evening game because you can take a nap. You can have a little moment of rest. Ooh, a nap. I know. I like a nap. <laughs> That's why I say oh, our life is like a kindergartner. We, we snack. <laughs> we have snack time, play time, and nap time. What nap? What is this thing nap you talk about? I know adults. Oh, adults, you gotta get into it. You gotta bring bring back the nap. I'm telling you. If if I had a nap, I'd wake up to carnage. Do your kids nap, Matt? Do you ever put them down in the well, afternoon? Well, the one that is eight months, yeah. But she she naps. I've always found this strange. She naps. She wakes up after like a, a reasonable night, and then she, she'll be awake for two hours, and then she'll have a two hour nap, and then she goes for the rest of the day without a nap. Never understood that. I um. I went for a walk with some friends' children the other day, and it's a walk that during this period of lockdown, I've done every morning pretty much without fail, and it takes about an hour. And we took a two-year-old and a four-year-old on the same walk the other day, and it took five <laughs> hours. The little time thieves. I'll never get that back. And at the end of it, I was exhausted. I was not that tired after I ran a marathon I was not that. I, I don't. I, I don't honestly remember being that tired after anything in my entire life, Matt. How on earth do you do it? Well, it's more sonner than me. I, I mean, now you know, the last few months, I, I can appreciate more about what it is to be a full-time mum. But yeah, it's just relentless. That's the word I always use. It's just relentless, one thing after the other, yeah. and they just as soon as you get more than one, they bounce off each other. At the end of it, I just gave. I just gave the children back to their parents and. <laughs> had a nap <laughs> did you really wow yeah it did yeah i was oh, i was goosed i was absolutely exhausted talking of things that happened before breakfast she she declared she works out before breakfast i mm. can't even function before breakfast i don't think i could even no, i could check, imagine i don't even think i could check my email before breakfast let alone work out <laughs> you do seem to be a bit of a late bird. I, <laughs> what, what what makes you say that matt well, the messages we get <laughs> at like 11.30. All right, listeners, don't be fooled into thinking that I'm sending random messages to these boys in the she middle of the night. She asking about my feet, Dave. Do you get the same thing? Oh, it's so weird. It's so weird. Look, I, you know, I, I work at all hours oh. of the day, so I send, send over some worksheets. Typical freelancer. Last night at 11 p.m. <laughs> and Matt told me to go to Every sleep. minute's a possible work minute. Yeah, that's because I, I prefer to sleep in in the morning so I'll sleep in and then I'll do things later into the evening and then repeat okay. that cycle I'm not an early bird Matt Key and I really do lead different lives to you don't <laughs> oh, we oh massively well I slept in till 8 the other day my wife my wife usually lets me sleep in lets me sleep in <laughs> well I mean you have to understand here right that 50% of the time the kids wake up before their their grow clocks go yellow do you know what a grow clock is no idea <laughs> so a grow, a grow clock is a, a clock that goes next to a kid's bed that shows blue when it's night time and like yellow when it's daytime when they can get up and you can set the time that the, the, the color changes so we set ours for seven which is reasonable so they can't get out of bed until they unless see they need the yellow. toilet and then they obviously can but oh, otherwise brilliant. they stay in bed until it's yellow but most of the time well 50 percent of the time they get out they wake up before that so then they'll obviously start talking, playing around. And we've got a baby monitor, so you hear them. So, yeah, even before that, I mean, the worst they've ever done really is 5.30. And I have, I know friends that their kids are like every day, 5.30, yeah. they wake up and start playing and bounce on the bed. So we are we are quite lucky. We are quite lucky. Um, but a real lion, like beyond 9 o'clock, I couldn't tell you the last time. My sister, you know my sister has Crikey. triplets. Yeah. And she said the other day, one of them woke up. One of them woke up at five in the morning, came out of their bedroom screaming for my mom, for granny, granny, granny. And she wakes up. She's so nervous. She comes running out. Ava stole my pillow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Five in the morning. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So no, my, my son has, has started to wear socks on his hands when he goes to sleep. I haven't worked it out. What? Well, the sock drawer is next to the bed, and I think he struggles to go to sleep, so he just starts putting socks on his hands, and then he falls asleep. I couldn't do that. I, I like no. I like air for my hands and air for my feet while we're at it. Anyway, back to the superstar volleyball we should be talking about rather than my kids. Sorry, listeners, we get distracted. We do, we do, we do. Um, 
even for somebody like her who's done so much on the court in her career isn't it amazing to see the emotional reaction to that early success i mean it was a decade ago and she's been through so much since then but as soon as we played that video and she she sort of watched it back and had the chance to digest it and and even acknowledged it herself she said oh you know you think you're trying to make me cry i i just thought that was a lovely moment i, I think we underestimate how hard it is to get that kind of footage because let, let's take world championships 14 18 they're all over the internet but when you go back to like 10 or 6 or 2 or anything like that the footage isn't as accessible so it may mm. have been the first time she's seen it in a long time anything mm. before like 2012 i mean that was kind of when yeah there was a big explosion in video content online wasn't it and it was interesting well i i certainly found it interesting when she when she spoke about maybe being a little bit too young and not appreciating exactly how big of a deal it was back then you know maybe taking it all in your stride and thinking ah yeah this will happen all the time from now on yeah yeah i i think age is a wonderful thing and naivety of younger players can often mm. lead to better performances maybe because they, they can't comprehend the the enormity of the situation key have you changed much <laughs> I'll change the question then. Key, how much have you how have you changed as a as a player in approaching big well, games? No, I mean it's a good point that you make because when you're in it sometimes you're you kind of purposely remove your emotions from the situation like I think she said, you know, we were like we were like horses with blinders on and we were just like machines. We went in mm. with this mindset and and then you realize when you know when you win and the celebrations but i think it does take a little bit of separation from that moment some years some time some space to really appreciate exactly like you said the enormity of it and to bring back those emotions and it's interesting and uh, have you had any moments in your career that if you sort of think back now you feel that way that sort of make you hit you right in the field <laughs> yes, as it were yes in the fields Oh man, if I could go back to London 2012 and do that all over again, that would mm. be... Would you rather do it at the age you were though, or the age you are now, or, or maybe in the middle? Like when would you have, if you could choose when to do an Olympic Games, when would you want I to? Think, I, I think I would have liked to have played professionally a little bit longer before doing it, because as, as you mm. guys know, but I don't know if everyone knows my whole bio, bio but... Just the short version. I went to you know University of Miami, then I went to Australia and stopped volleyball, and then I played two years pro before the Olympics. So I kind of would have liked to had a little bit more pro years under my belt. Maybe if I had already been able to play in Italy or in Turkey and had that high level competition, then I might have been able to have a better performance in London or feel a little bit more deserving of the court. Because I remember the feelings, and there were so many feelings. A lot of them being overwhelmed, being excitement, being like you know a kid in a candy shop but yeah i would love to do it all over again could you imagine mm. wouldn't we all oh wouldn't we all absolutely do you have moments matt because you've seen a lot of volleyball and a lot of great sport in your career do you have moments that sort of make you feel a little bit emotional <laughs> um you're allowed to say no <laughs> Um, emotional no the best the best emotion I have is relief when you get through a big event and nothing major has gone mm. wrong um, so like the 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 last day when it's all over and you've, you've done the last thing and you're able to sit down yeah. and have a drink that is the most emotional I get and it is relief because you're obviously mm -hmm. knackered, knackered. You're, you're tired. do you mean that from an athlete's perspective or an organiser no yeah. organisers because there's so, I mean, risk assessments are getting worse and worse and scenario planning. <laughs> I mean, for the Olympics, I don't know how much you know, Key, but the Florinoles court could go up or down and they often used it for like water shows and they'd fill it with water and it would be a, like a swimming pool. So the floor you were playing on was actually a suspended floor that was cranked up using some really old mechanisms. Wow. And they were worried that this floor would move during the games. So we had to do a number of different scenarios around what would happen if different bits moved. And the, the support holding the posts um, was all kind of custom made and, and everything. And 
like plan A was everything works fine. We went down to plan T. That was how many different scenarios we had no that would enable the games to carry on. Wow. That's the scenario planning. And we got through the games without using anything other than plan A. So that that's the kind of relief that happens. And if we hadn't done all that planning, maybe something would have happened. You know, and that's know. what's crazy. You put so much energy into making sure everything's perfect and no one will even know about it. Well, they do. They do if it's not perfect. That's the thing. <laughs> if it goes wrong, then everyone knows. But as long as things go smoothly, you'll get no credit for all of the work and all of the stressing and worrying yeah. and planning that you did. But that's that's the thrill, isn't it? The thrill is getting to the end and you've dealt with every possible issue. I, I did love the fact her coach was so confident with that World Championships. Mm. Uh, and I don't know whether this yeah. is a normal thing and coaches do it regularly, but it takes some balls to say you're the best and you're going to win. I mean... Mm -hmm. You're setting them up for a failure if they don't, aren't they? I mean, ah, but yeah, but look at that team. Look at the personnel they had. Yeah, yeah. Koshaleva was young. I mean, the the stars in the team. She was playing with her idols, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sort of peak Gamova and everything. Wasn't yeah, it? it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Remarkable talent. And I loved it that she left it open for the national team in the future. Yeah. Um, I, that's that's really interesting, you know, because it's not it's not just her and it's not just Russia. I mean, very often because of course the the schedule is is unbelievable. If you want to play top level international, you need to do a full club season all winter and then a full international season all summer. And doing that for ten years, it's going to take its toll. And it does seem as though some of these more experienced players are at the stage where they can speak to their coach and say look i i need a break i'm tired i'm injured i'm all of these things and 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 they do understand and they do they do leave the door open and i wonder when that began because there was a time in in all sport not just volleyball where it was the coach's way or no way at all. And if you went to your coach and said, our oh, coach, I don't think I can play, coaches would say, fine, we'll find somebody else. And I think in, in a modern sport where, you know, physical health and mental health are, are incredibly important factors, it's important for, for coaches to acknowledge that, that players need a rest and then they can come back fitter, they can come back stronger. And if they're good enough, then they'll play again. And, and key, I mean, you're still in a playing career. How how important is it to know that you've got a relationship with your coach where you can be honest with them if you're not feeling mentally or, or physically well, fit to play? Yeah, that definitely the coaches, I think it's their responsibility to accept that players are not always going to be 100%. And actually, I would say it's harder on the athlete to admit I'm not ready I don't want to take that space away from someone else like like Koshleva mentioned that she would prefer that she lets one of her teammates who is fit and healthy give them a spot on the national team and she'll come back when she's ready because I can tell you I, I've had moments where my ego's gotten in the way and I've said no I'm fine I can play I'm good I'm good when you're not good and you should just take take yourself take yourself out of the equation mm -hmm. but yeah it takes a bit of maturity for her to say say that so it's always cool to hear hmm very much so. Uh, but, but maturity is an interesting word because when you are as good as she is, it's very easy to think that, you know, volleyball is all consuming for her. But when she talks about using volleyball as the tool to travel and learn and grow, tells you a lot yeah. about her, doesn't it? Well, I think that's, I agree with her 100%. Learning and growing and traveling and Volleyball, like it gives us so many opportunities and being a professional athlete is one of the most beautiful jobs in the world. And if you see it as a chance to see the world and a chance to make friends and meet people and have experiences that you otherwise never would have the chance to do, then it can be, mm. it can be life changing. It can be, it's an amazing, amazing opportunity. Oh, we should take a <laughs> screenshot of Key's face, Dave. <laughs> I'm getting all emotional. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll be the first time someone's cried on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> on the on traveling though she did love brazil didn't she really pleased and, and really who wouldn't love well, especially brazil, if though? you're you're living living the best life on the copper cabana yeah yeah 
it's it's a pretty special place for and, and not just not just volleyball wise as well culturally it's just the full package isn't it yeah yeah it's, it's somewhere it's definitely on my list um never been mm. still never been but uh, yeah that, that and south africa top of the list oh yes south africa Goodness you've got to go me. to south africa the, Dave. you've promised some people you'll go yeah the beach volleyball mecca <laughs> that is south africa i have to go but yeah, I mean, she, the 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 opportunity she got there as well to to play, great players, great coaches, um, for, for what was already an amazingly sort of positive conversation. It's like when she started to talk about that, it's like her her sort of eyes and her face lit up even more. Yeah, yeah, almost as much when she talked about figure skating. <laughs> you could tell there was a real love of figure skating. Can either of you skate? Yeah, but surely can you? Yeah, you well, I'm can. a skier, aren't I? Well, I can't figure skate, but I can skate. I I can, you know, skate around, speed up, slow down, do some turns, but no, like, pirouettes or anything. I don't know. I think the last time I was on skates would have been, like, a fourth grade birthday birthday party or something like that. (laughs) So probably Have you seen Bambi on Ice? That's how I imagine Kia skating. 100%. What about you, Dave? I am. I'm not a skater. No, golfing no, on Saturdays, skating no on chance. Sundays. Yeah, dancing on a Friday night. Um, no, not not a skater. It's massive in Russia, though, isn't yeah. it? I mean, winter sports. Uh, we'll do some takeaways, shall we? I will start with um, I stand by it. That is arguably, I'm not going to say the best because you know the the best is subjective, but certainly one of the episodes where I hung the phone up metaphorically ended the zoom call and just felt amazing i felt exhilarated and i thought tatiana was the perfect guest really we well i certainly want fans of volleyball and fans of sport to watch these and sort of act as a conduit between the player and the supporters and hopefully people can leave with a really positive experience of their heroes and I think anybody who watched that or listened to that for the first time on this podcast will feel really positive about um, Tatiana and just about life really I think she's got a, a great outlook and I felt great talking to her and very much look forward to the next time I get to do so Key Michael your thoughts agree completely I think it was solidified for me when you asked her about her best atmosphere that she's ever played and she didn't mention the crowd she didn't mention you know the stadium or the feeling Mm. she mentioned her team and the support and the respect and the togetherness that she felt and that was the atmosphere that she talked about and i think that was awesome that was incredible Mm. you mean the team that changed locker rooms before the match without asking (laughs) could have been that one yeah oh that's so good isn't it (laughs) that's so good i love that yeah no that is brilliant um, my my takeaway is is just I guess and, and I can say this it was certainly the unscripted that I watched and I was most surprised relative to my expectation because we went into it not knowing if we would finish it didn't we Dave it was kind of like let's give it a go yeah. see how the English is she was like yeah if I'm happy we'll we'll carry on and not only did we finish we loved it so I think relative to expectation yeah. prior to recording it is top and what um what these unscripted have done have blown stereotypes out of the water the stereotypes that the russian players are difficult to have a conversation oh, yeah. with and german players have no <laughs> sense of humor all these stupid things <laughs> that people think about these cultures are absolute nonsense what we have learned have you ever it, lived in germany dave uh, i've been to germany a number of times i love it i've never lived there i've never lived there I've have ever... you ever tried to cross the street on a red man well why would you what no, exactly, because it's red. <laughs> if you're in Germany, because it wouldn't be funny. They wouldn't have a sense of humour about that. Um, but but no, I think what we have learned is that is that volleyball as a sport has a really positive, really inquisitive, really worldly culture. And I, yeah, I'm just sort of really pleased that we're playing our our little part in it from our various rooms around Europe. I do think also that people will have watched that and have totally changed their perception of her. Yeah. yeah. Because it's probably the first time they've seen her not wearing a uniform, for example. It's the first time they'll have t- heard her talk and it's mm-hmm. not straight after a game. No. Um, 
So yeah, I, I think that would have done wonders for her perception around the world outside of Russia. Well, I hope so. Well, let us know, everyone. Hashtag Let Volleyball Talk. Oh, go key. Ah, oh, here she goes. <laughs> uh, right she's now. not a noob anymore, is she? No. What's, she's what got I'm, her wings and she's flying. What happens when you're not a noob? What's the thing after noob? Um, I don't know. Well, whatever it is, a you knob. are it. No. <laughs> Goodness me. Right, let's call it a day there. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to Tatiana, thank you to Key and Matt. Really enjoy these guys. Hopefully you do as much as I do. Uh, Key has already said how they get in touch. Matt, she's stolen your thunder, so it's your turn to uh, remind us when uh, we release the podcast. When can the people listen? Well, the main show, the main show comes out on a Monday, um, and we're just coming towards the end of our, our episodes where we've got eight different stars telling us about various aspects of their life and career. Um, then you've got the video podcast on a Wednesday, which he sometimes forgets about. <laughs> and you've got these beautiful unscripted, which are my personal favorite to record yeah, uh, on Friday. Yeah. Uh, we need to swap roles. You need to always say that part and I need to say the hashtag part because I didn't know most of that <laughs> that I was supposed to say. I've never said anything about Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good old Wednesdays. The video podcast, usually a couple of weeks after the, the actual episode is released. And you can watch it pretty much unedited. There's only a few bits we've got to take out. Oh, and which that means is... that we really need to be on our game when we're recording it's, this. Oh, it's my. largely taken out for our reputation rather than the players themselves. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're, good. they're a good watch. They're a good watch, especially if you enjoy the show. You can then see behind the scenes of it. Yeah, uh, get in touch. We mean it. Whether it's dropping us a message using the hashtag Let Volleyball Talk, or if there's somebody we haven't spoken to yet that you'd like us to speak to, then let us know and we will see what we can do. Like the podcast, share the podcast, write us a review. Well, I say write us a review only if it's a good one. Uh, it helps us <laughs> climb the ladder and uh, the more the merrier. We are glad that you are part of the Ace Space family and we look forward to growing that family and making it bigger and brighter. I've just looked outside uh, this office door and I'm on the third floor and everything is dark now. I really hope I can get out. So um, <laughs> I'm gonna try and make my way home. Key, Matt, pleasure as always. And uh, as for everyone else, speak to you soon. Goodbye. Bye, Bye. everyone.